Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Before we even get into the meat and potatoes, y'all know I be apologizing to y'all. I did that a lot in 2021. I'm not apologizing to y'all in 2022, okay? <laughs> it is what it is. A nigga got life going on. You feel me? It's like, no. <laughs> no, but of course, I told y'all about accountability and, you know, life started happening and getting in the way. You know, I said that in 2021, not realizing that life was actually going to speed back up and you know you're gonna have to find this groove with your daily life and work life and all that going on hey guys what's going on i miss you i miss you i miss you as i sip my wine what kind of wine does this feel i'm a red hoe uh-uh. i'm not bougie set a home or do me <laughs> <laughs> i made me a little concoction Quite tasty. Amber, your little you um, glass is so small. Let me hold it. Girl, well, that's perfect for you with them tiny I'm about to say, my hands look really small holding this, and yours. I love that. A little sippy cup, a little grown up sippy cup. Yeah, it's really cute. A flask. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, first of all, the color is mauve, so it makes you feel grown up. It's sexy. Mm, yeah, I like it. So I have a little tequila in there. Oh, did you put the pineapple juice in it? Pineapple juice, a little lemon juice, also the um the mango margarita mix. Oh, okay. You got a little cocktail. Why you didn't make me one? Because I already saw you had some wine. Just because I was drinking wine don't mean that I want to taste a concoction. <sighs> anyway, right. that sounded a little lushy. But, y'all, we're here. We're back. This is episode one, season three of the Tea with Queen B. Um, I'm going to keep up with the episodes this year. I'm going to keep up with, you know, what the week is. And, you know, I feel when I go back and listen, it was very much ghetto one star. And y'all was supposed <laughs> to tell me. What was ghetto? You know, when I was like, you know, I don't know what episode this is. Oh, you know, yeah. It's you just, did that like half a season. Like, literally. And then when I go back and counted it, I was wrong pretty much the entire season. So, you know how it goes. We're We're back. We're trying to be better. New Year, who this? <laughs> Big purr. <laughs> um, of course, we got to update y'all on what we've been doing. It's been a while since our last episode. Since the last episode of the Tea with Queen Bee, which was last year now, of course, I have started a new job. 
Um, your girl is in optometry now. I'm definitely an optician's assistant. They sometimes call them eyewear consultants. Um, we're not fully opticians yet. We basically do all the work that the opticians do while we're still learning. So, holla at your girl, you know, if you need, you know, your eyeglasses and things like that, you know, because I'm a professional now. Yeah, <laughs> a professional press on. Uh-huh, a professional press on. Uh, what do you call that? Optician's assistant. I will fulfill all your needs. Get your eyes checked with me. I know how to read prescriptions now and everything. I'm professional. Oh, well, that's good because your whole family's lying. Exactly. I thought my eyes were bad until I saw other people. So what So so what them babies begin? You know them babies that be having a bifocals on when they like one? Listen, I have not encountered any of the the baby uh eye prescriptions, but I have had a few younger kids come in there and they don't have a very high um power or anything like that. They just need glasses, you know. Some of them have little babies have astigmatisms and things. So <laughs> That's what I've been doing. I'm so grateful to have this job as many of you all know my loyal listeners now if you don't know you're about to know i am still on the men from my knee surgery in april it will be nine months post-op this coming um january 15th i believe and you know nine months sounds like a long time ago but when you're considering that i'm back into the groove back on metro walking 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 you know baby girl's knee still goes through it on some days however the bright side to that is i have lost 20 pounds since i started uh going back to work (laughs) you can't tell me nothing it's in my jeezy voice okay you can't tell me nothing okay (laughs) no but um it just like happened very naturally and as it was happening, I felt very good about it and, you know, kind of promoted me to keep going. I'm still, like, holding at this one weight. So, I guess it was, like, all, like, the COVID pounds that really dropped yeah. off. And now it's like, no, bitch, you got to do the work. Right. <laughs> like, figure it out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I like having somewhere to be. I like making my own shmoney. Don't get me wrong. That COVID living was nice. Anybody who says it is a goddamn lie. <laughs> Amber, what have you been doing? Well, you know, I started a new job, too. Um, so, I'm, girl, I'm at home, though. I ain't got to go nowhere. So, I haven't seen um the COVID pounds shed because <laughs> I'm on my double screens eating snacks, sipping wine <laughs> the computer all day. But, I mean... Hey, right now, everything going on, Yeah, just be happy that coins is coming. Correct. I see so many memes about people who work from home. About, it's so true. Believe yo, all of it. It's so funny. Believe all of it. Like, the one meme I saw was, uh, it said, put someone on hold so you can go warm up your lunch. You think I don't? <laughs> Girl, I put them on hold to do any old thing. Girl, I put them on hold one time to take the dog outside to pee. Listen, you don't know what I'm... I'm research this information for you please <laughs> girl remember the time you came in here and I was butt naked at the computer oh yeah this you know, dummy put a, little, put a little tape over the camera they don't know what's going on <laughs> first of all I did I came down here to get something from Amber and she was just as professional as professional could be butt naked at the damn computer desk <laughs> 
just an answering the phone. Hello? Like, but what? Listen, and this is what I'm saying. I can't even imagine not working, you know, from home at this point. I know, I know. Now, <clears throat> I'm curious because a lot of people talk about this when you're working from home. Um, not having that, like, decompression um, zone, you know, like, I get home from work and literally just stare into the abyss for, like, 20 minutes. Like, I can't think, I can't talk, I can't process any thoughts. I need to just sit there and just evaluate that I've gotten home safe, stop running, you know, work stuff through my head, and just, like, decompress. But, like, you, it's just like, you know, you turn off your computer and then, you know, you're done. Right. So you don't get that. I don't that. really need to decompress because, well, I guess I do. I just like lay out on my couch or lay across my bed for a little bit. But you say I'm making me like a drink once I log And I'm not thinking about like, oh, I'm still at work. Because half the time I'm chilling anyway because I'm already at home. So right. I don't really feel like it's too much to unpack right. for me. Like, I be chilling. You know, I be having my phone up on FaceTime and just putting it on me while I'm taking calls. Like, it is what it is. I've been thinking about that about um looking for a job from home um uh, i like the idea of being safe and in, in the house and um all of that but i can't lie like getting up and getting dressed for work has made me feel like i have a bit more purpose and you know i, I i've gotten to like buy myself a few things which i literally hadn't purchased a piece of clothing in like over a year so on that note, I like it, but traveling on the metro is ghetto. Um, you're not allowed to cough on earth anymore, <laughs> so that's out. I mean, yeah. th- there's no coughing on earth, and I'm saying that with an F, a hard <laughs> F. You can't cough on earth no more, okay? People start looking at you like you're crazy on the metro, staring at you, you know, and then you start seeing people pulling up the... They collars and stuff, covering up their necks and trying to move away from you. Look, I'm asthmatic, okay? Yeah, I don't want to be around people, so I'm perfectly fine with the back and dress and all that good stuff. I'm definitely in my pajamas. Yeah. I don't mind that because, you know, I'm, I'm already used to working from home because, I mean, I'm still You're doing working from home before. Stuff, right? Yeah. I'm used to it. I just got to get out the house one day a week. I think that's what it is for me. I think that's what it was for me that I wasn't getting out the house at all because Mm -hmm. I had, it was the COVID thing and then I had knee surgery right after that. And so I was like stuck on top of already being stuck. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's cool for now. Um, of course every new job has its ups and downs, but, um, I'm glad that, you know, both of us have recovered from the, you know, quarantine and that we're both, you know, employed because, there's a lot of people out here that are still looking for jobs or um, people who have had to compromise, you know, whether or not they want to be vaccinated. Um, unfortunately, I am part of the uh, vaccinated uh, population. I do not wear that badge proudly <laughs> for people that ask me why. I was dying laughing when you told me how you was cutting up Bianca when she told me <laughs> when she went to go get that damn vaccine. <laughs> How she was cutting up. I, I was sure like, was. So where did you go get this done? And what you said? Safeway. Acting <laughs> a fool. I sure was. Exactly. I said I'm here against my will because the government has coerced me. But wait, what sent me was what you said. The nurse said what, what the lady the other time. Oh, that I need to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Should I sit down? You'll be fine and just get it done. 
Bianca's in there making a scene. That lady basically told her to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she told me I need to quit my whining and sit down in the chair. Oh my god, <laughs> that shit had me down. But I was, I was adamant about um, standing my ground, even though I really didn't stand my ground because they poked the bitch anyway. So, um, there are so many people out here who have had to decide, you know, whether or not to get the vaccine. I know that my little brother was one of those people that, you know, basically filed for a religious exemption. And instead of, you know, these places of employment having some sort of protocol in place, they basically suspended all the people who took religious exemptions. So you took a religious exemption, they basically sent your ass home with no pay, claiming that they didn't have steps in place to accommodate your religious exemption, even though they offered it to you and you filed it. So there was a lot of loopholes, um through that and you know this whole getting vaccinated and everything it's my opinion this is my motherfucking show okay if you don't like it where is the virtual door because you can (laughs) have it okay uh i'm not i'm not saying anything negative about the actual vaccine the way that people have been going about getting people to get it is a little wicked to me Because now you've taken over autonomy over the human body and me being able to say, I don't want these things. I mean, y'all might as well just legal, uh, 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 make uh, abortion illegal at this point. I mean, if that's how some, that's how it sounds to me. That's how serious it sounds to me. The same argument that people have for my body, my choice, no matter what, whether there's a man involved or not, whatever, it's her body. And she can do what she wants to do with it. Whether that be have her child, not have her child, give her child up, whatever. It's not your choice. So, I have a lot of, um, you know, pro-vaxxers, you know, coming to me with all of these things saying, you know, you got shots for the measles and this and that when you were younger. And I continue to tell people the same story that you don't know what people had to go through to get these vaccines approved how many people unwillingly slaves and orphans and immigrant children and immigrants period who really had no choice and they were the ones who were experimented on and poked and prodded so that you could proudly go get a measles vaccine and know that it's safe so in my mind that's who we are right now we're the cattle we're the guinea pigs where the the mice in this experiment of horror where, you know, now children as young as five are being vaccinated. It's neither here nor there. It's a whole can of worms. But while we're on the cocoa, um, as, as we all know, uh, the Omarion is back and it is here with the vengeance. I know uh, Omarion doesn't like people calling the Omicron variant Omarion, but I think it's really funny. But I know, it's so rude. But yes, the Omicron variant is out here in these streets. They say it's like 100 times more transmissible than the Delta variant. Everybody I know personally, at least 10 people who have COVID right now. So the COVID is on the rise. Um... I just want to know who is the person in charge of sprinkling the COVID dust in the air because overnight, everyone was sick. This doctor on the phone told me his theory is 
that is China. He was like, um, economically, we was kicking their ass, and he feels like they got on a plane with spray bottles on planes and spread it. And I laughed at the time, but I mean, it sounds wicked, but when you see, yeah, when you see how rapidly it happened, it was literally like somebody flipped a switch and said. Turn on the COVID lights and just everyone had COVID again. And the symptoms were kind of subsiding that, you know, Delta had gone crazy and it's just a lot going on right now with the cocoa. Now, what I don't understand is that in the midst of this surge in COVID cases, we have things shutting down all over again. The CDC has decided that the quarantine time does not need to be 14 days, doesn't need to be 10 days. They've reduced the quarantine time to five days. I'm just not understanding why. If this is the most um, contagious, you know, strain, right? why, this is not the time for you to reduce that. Yeah, I'm just, now what's happening is for, you know, those of us who are paying attention and, just kind of reading the room, clearly it's a money thing. <clears throat> At this point, jobs don't want... First of all, let, let's get into it a little bit. Your job, um, there's like a new law that was passed by like the federal government. I don't know when. But your job is no longer required to even pay you if you get out sick with COVID. Where it was a mandate before, you could have COVID and know that you were going to get paid for those 14 days, that is at your job's discretion now. So if your job decides that they're not going to pay you for those sick days, they don't have to. And there's nobody, yeah, there's nobody that you can go to and say, I'm not getting paid, I've had COVID. By federal law, they're not required to compensate you. That's nuts. Just like um, in the <laughs> hospital, I was told that you have a crazy bill yeah. if you're not vaccinated mm-hmm. and you are hospitalized from COVID. Like, that's your punishment. You got to pay $10,000 for being in a hospital yeah. for a week because you weren't vaccinated. Yeah. And while it, it sounds super unfair, there are a bunch of people out there who will try to justify that shit and say, well, you know what? It serves them right because they don't want to do the things that they need that to do to protect other people. What are you talking about? Because right. the vaccine they keep, does not prevent you from getting sick. So why are you being punished for being sick when the vaccination just supposedly helps you fight it? That's not stopping anyone. It's not preventing you from catching it. Exactly. You don't have a less chance of getting it because you got the vaccine. You just have a better chance of not dying is all that they're saying. Exactly how the doctor put it to me. Well, I guess they're saying that if you had the vaccine, then you wouldn't have to come to the hospital and in turn, we could have the resources we need for other people. That's bullshit. Because all these vaccinated people be in a hospital just as much, if not more. I know someone right now who is not only vaccinated, boosted, and have a flu shot currently has COVID right now. Makes no sense. Make it make and fucking sense. Too. Yeah, real dumb sick. 
I'm going to tell y'all right now, by the grace of the good Lord, let me knock on some wood. Not only have I not had COVID, I have never had COVID. I have never had the flu. I have never had a flu shot. I'm not saying it to brag. I'm just saying that there are people out there that are taking care of their immune systems to the point where they can justify not having these things. And that, I mean... Look, I know it's going to be a lot of y'all that don't agree with me here. I know I'm ranting a little bit, but this whole entire structure of what's going on with COVID, if you listen to our show from last year at this time compared to this year at this time, two totally different worlds. And the fact that the world or these leaders of the world, Joe Byron, uh, you know, want to act like this is not happening. For sure, America will never shut back down. One and done. Not going to happen. The government realized how much money they lost, and that's why your cheese is $7 right now, okay? That's why your CDC uh, quarantine time is five days. That's why your job is not required to pay you, because the government is going to get their shacoin back however they see fit. Correct. And that's on per. So... <clears throat> You know, try to, you know, keep yourself, I don't know, quarantine, I guess, you know, not out is really hard. I know for myself, I've had to, you know, stop going to, you know, my favorite bar after work and have my little after work cocktails because it's just really bad out here. Um, We did recently go to a comedy show for New Year's, which... We had bought our tickets in advance kind of before the cocoa went crazy. Literally, it was like the week before that yeah. we knew it was bad. It's like, all right, COVID out here. We're going to go to the show. We want to do something chill. We know we didn't want to party for New Year's or nothing. We like, all right, we just go to the show, wear our mask. And then within like a week, we hear about these crazy numbers, how contagious this is. We definitely try to get our money back yep. for the tickets. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we went. It was a good show. Yes, it was a good show. I was dressed for the gods um, for 10 minutes while everyone saw me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was nice. Um, and other news at the top of the year starting here in the DMV, more specifically D.C., Maryland. We just got about seven, eight inches of snow dumped on us yesterday with no warning. No warning whatsoever. The, the streets weren't treated. There was no salt put down, no nothing. Like, literally went to sleep, woke up, went to Wonderland. Like, it was insane. So, <clears throat> in all of this, traffic was at a standstill. 95 had cars that were backed up on it for, they said 10, 20 miles of cars back up on 95 and some of these people were on the road trapped for over 24 hours that's fucking nuts that's ridiculous oh my god you mean to tell me i'm one exit away from home i mean there were people saying they were one exit away from home and it they took them walking. six or seven hours yeah so that was part of the problem um in the uh metropolitan area that there were abandoned cars everywhere Look, I'm gonna lock this shit up and I'll be back in the morning. Y'all let me know. What yeah. time you want me to come move this shit? Exactly. Look, I'm walking where where is the nearest gas station, McDonald's? But then there's no one to come get you. Mm-hmm. 
because every everyone's stuck gridlocked on the damn highway. So if you were stuck in that, um, I, I think they said, was it Virginia area? Something going um, up towards there, you know, two lanes, everything was gridlocked. It was a scary situation. A lot of people slipping and sliding on the road. Um, I did not go to work yesterday. I also did not go to work today because people don't realize that after it snows, there's like a refreeze period. Mm -hmm. And then you wake up and you think you're going to work and your Uber says $75. And so I turned over and went back to sleep. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we got the cocoa gone crazy. We had snow already for 2022. And on top of the madness that ensued already, the universe took Betty White on New Year's Eve. Betty! (laughs) Betty! Everybody's like, no, I'm like, she was old as fuck. She lived a full life, and so I'm not upset. I think it was more so that the world was, like, gearing up for her 100th birthday. A lot of people didn't even know that. They was like, no, Betty, like... You know how old this lady was? Yeah, I knew that because on the news they were talking about on um, that people was having this huge celebration. People Magazine was having this huge celebration for her for her 100th birthday. She was on someone's morning show talking about how excited she was to make it to 100. See, that's why you got to stop speaking on things before <laughs> the Lord bless you, okay? No, you're supposed to speak. The things in advance, yeah, but it was already make it. It was already written. I guess the diary entry was signed, sealed, and delivered. Mm -hmm. Cause Betty gone. Well, she was the last one. She was the last golden girl. I think it's more so. Um, Betty White is just iconic in terms of female um, comedians and how she's lasted really through the test of time. Even you know the greats. You have Carol Burnett, and you know. Lucy and you know all of these women who did you know pave the way and were pioneers but Betty was the one that was doing it and she was authentic to herself she never changed like her comedy style or anything like she just was Betty White period mm-hmm. love her R.I.P. Betty you know the, the, the children cut up on TikTok oh they cut up I so bad Listen, they was having Baptist church services. <laughs> they told them out. First of all, um, Amber, you just got that little microphone, little handheld microphone. They were on TikTok with the microphone talking about um, send, um, singing Going Up Yonder. Mm, that's talking about um, this is how black people look walking in behind the family at Betty White's funeral. They had their hands in the air talking about glory. Shut up with a Honda. Yeah, Betty White was really beloved in the black community. I haven't seen, I don't want to make it like a race thing, but I haven't seen a white woman pass that affected black America in the way that Betty White's passing did. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, because people was toe up over Princess Diana. And I'm pretty sure that when Queen Elizabeth passes, there are a lot of people that will... Um, be devastated just because she literally is the oldest reigning monarch that, you know, Britain has ever had. So, whatever. But, yeah, they took Betty from us. <laughs> it's alright. They, though? Yeah. They as in the universe. Rest in peace, Betty. Rest in peace, Betty. Um, in other news, 
we have this trifling dog. Way to switch gears, Bianca. Um, this trifling dog, Tristan Thompson. Mm. I mean, don't you get tired of your name just in mess it all the time? Like, I'm not understanding why the Kardashian curse is a real. She just fucking keep thing. taking this dog ass nigga back. Like, learn from Kim and move the fuck on. Okay, listen. The Kardashian curse is real. Every man that these women encounter either ruins their lives or they ruin his. No boy. Literally, every person. Lamar Odom ruined. Mm. I mean, he was a crackhead before, but she really brought him down. <laughs> <laughs> and then he on social media talking about she deserves the world. Stop trying to get back bald in. It ain't gonna happen. Cause you come on, you done went down to Carly Red. I mean, at this point, throw it all away. But um, yeah. Uh, there's that part. Um, Tristan Thompson. Moments before he uh, issued this apology, had a hundred roses delivered to Stormy at like daycare or some shit. Like, stop with the motherfucking theatrics and just keep your dick out the streets. It's really not that hard. And see, this is the part for me that really burns me up. It fucks me up. That a nigga will do all of this. Mind you, you did everything you could to not get caught. Mm-hmm. You get caught... And now you want to make all of these grand gestures and all of these apologies when really all you probably had to do was have a conversation with your partner before it led up to this that you weren't happy or you needed more or whatever. This nigga stay in the doghouse, but you had a whole baby though with your trainer. Uh, you knew the whole time this hoe was pregnant. The whole time. I'm just, I'm, I'm just baffled. And at this point, Chloe, if you take him back, if you choose to be a part of that and deal with him still, something is mentally wrong with you. For real. Something is truly mentally wrong with you. If you think that this man has enough going for you, that he's giving your life that much, that you have to stick around, listen, this is why they say money can't buy you happiness. Girl. Ain't no damn way, Chloe. I know you got low self-esteem, but it ain't that bad. And see, this is the thing that pisses me off. You do all of this, fix your body, fix your hair, fix your butt, fix your teeth, fix everything that you can think about to fix, and a nigga still cheat on you. And you're still super fucking unhappy. Look at Kim. You did all of that to bag a baller, and you bagged the most ballinest nigga you could find who's also a stalker. <laughs> that nigga sure is a stalker. He might as well be Joe from you. Ain't that his name? Yes. Why the hell would he buy the fucking house across the street? First of all, let me just... I know this is not super relevant. It happened like two weeks ago or whatever. But let's talk about it for, for a few minutes. How manipulative. Yeah. It is the most manipulative, asinine thing that I have ever seen a man do. Like publicly. Like... Oh, you don't want to be with me? Yeah, this breakup is very mutual. But now, I need to live across the street from you. After, you've been flying your kids back and forth to Wyoming probably this whole time. Now, all of a sudden, you need to live across the street. Right. Wow. Like, it's so petty. It's so narcissistic and selfish. And, 
her dumbass will probably go with the phone and be like, yeah, like, so Kanye lives across the street. And, you know, this is, like, just better for so the kids. She, yeah, she's just going to be, you know, over at Pete's house. Shit. Wait, Pete who? That's Dave, who she's talking Davidson? to. Y'all see him right from Saturday Night Live? Bitch, hold up, hold That's up. That's who she been dating. You been seeing that all over the internet? Hold on. Kim Kardashian. And ugly ass Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. You know, once again, here we are with the Kardashian curse. Because for the past couple of, I say about a year or two, Pete Davidson has been getting his money. Wasn't I just talking about him? Mm-hmm. Pete Davidson has been on the rise. He has been on the come up, getting his money, movie roles, X, Y, and Z. And now all of a sudden you're fucking around with the Kardashian. But she wasn't checking for you, not even three years ago. No, this is, this is new. Yeah, his big goofy looking ass. I am baffled. I was Ariana Grande. I know. Shit. Pete Davidson been around for a long time, but he just been very goofy and you know now he's seeing him out in these streets. No, I guess I haven't been looking at like the celebrity columns and stuff like that. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Oh my gosh, Kim K. I mean, well, this is the thing. Once you deal with Kanye, he's such a quirky, weird character. He's not particularly good looking. So, she can kind of slide in that avenue with like an ugly nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, she can do that. And, you know, it's not like she was with anyone. I mean, the last fine ass nigga that she was with was Reggie Bush. That was the last fine dude that she was with. And you know what Reggie Bush did? Went and got another bitch that looked exactly like her and got married. Mm-hmm. He sure did. His wife and his kids look like her. Look just like hers. It's crazy. You talk about a nigga having a type, baby. <laughs> well, Pete Davidson, you got he got his own money. So, oh, Lord. I don't know why I'm new to that information, but. Oh, yeah. You got to get into the pics and videos. They, they I guess and I guess Courtney, you know, has a bad boy, so Kim decided to get her a bad boy. Because you didn't see they've been having um girl hanging out together, little couple. And shit. Kim K was just hosting Saturday Night Live. Yes, so that's probably there. when they got close. Ooh, the investigation gets thicker. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, let me look at this. Ooh. Now, what I am going to say, look at this picture, is that Pete Davidson looks a lot better than he has in the past. He's also been, like, getting himself together, like, spiritually, and, like, you know, he's removing all his tattoos, and, mm-hmm, he's, like, in, like, laser therapy to, like, remove, like, all of his tattoos and shit, or whatever. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it really is, but, shout out to you, Pete, you know, just keep in mind. He said he's not threatened by Kanye, begging and pleading on the internet for Kim. I don't think he would be because, first of all, Kim ain't no dummy. She didn't date, didn't even so much as put her toe in the water until she knew she was safe. <laughs> because Kanye would have came for that ass. Trust and, and believe that. that. Kanye got a whole girl from that he lived with, so she don't know why he's so concerned. Then the, um, some, um... Whatever, uh, one of them TMZ or something picked him up. He was in Miami with like two girls or right. something like that. So, again, Kanye now, I guess he has a type because she was very Kim K esque, you know, very tanned with the dark hair and 
You know, I mean, whatever happened, he had a whole black fiance when he first came out, okay? A, a, a bitch who was a Delta. Like, ain't that what he said? <laughs> ain't that what he said in uh, Through the Wire? She a Delta, so she been throwing that dynasty sign. Oh, damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I did watch Kanye's uh, Larry Hoover concert on Prime. It was great. Hated the boots he was wearing. Hated the whole prison uniform <laughs> vibe. Hated the fact that there was so much fog on the stage that these thousands of people that came out to see you could barely see your ass on stage through the fog. I digress. I just... I can't. Anyway... Um, moving on from the scandals into another scandal. Uh, my last one before I wrap up the catch-up segment. Trey Songz. Uh. You are now canceled. 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 Amber, what's the story? Run it down. First of all, um, I've been hearing shit for a while, but... I never really paid it no mind. I mean, Kiki Palmer was the first one that said he wasn't right. She yeah. said he was disrespectful and some other shit. And everyone laughed Kiki out and was saying that she just wanted clout. She was talking trash. But different women have been coming out um, basically calling them a rapist. Yeah, I've heard sexual assault. I've heard that he's very suggestive and that Basically, if you spend any type of time with him, then he's gonna expect you to do what he wants you to do. What? Aggressive. Like, you're Trey Songs, but calm down. You're Trey Songs, but you're not giving. Yeah, you're Trey Songs, but you're not that big of a nigga that you should just expect that from any woman. Right. Like, well, and no, no man should expect that from any um woman, but celebrity and a certain level of power will make men act like fucking men. What's the the latest girl, um, Dylan Gonzalez? Yes. Yeah. Uh a basketball player, right? Yes, yes, player. yes. And so it's like she's a beautiful girl. Now she don't need no clout. So y'all should stop. It has to be true. It has to be. I mean she, she tweeted before was it New Year, she said, Trey Songs is a rapist. Lord forgive me, I couldn't hold that in another year. See you in twenty twenty two. So I'm curious to when this happens. She's, yeah, she's her. one of the basketball twins. <clears throat> so, ma'am, and she's not like a messy person. She's never in the blog. Yeah, she's never like in that, social so. media. No, nothing. It's like it got to be some truth to this. There has to be because there have been multiple women, and I think there was even a woman before Kiki Palmer, but nobody paid her attention. Was saying mm-hmm. that he was like aggressive and had like grabbed her arm or something it's like, like that. I believe that. You know, he did say he can't help but wait. Stupid. (laughs) I don't trust some pretty motherfuckers. And you know what? It's just too many people. And at this point, you about to get R. Kelly. Yeah, I was just about to say that. You about to be right in that motherfucking boat with um, R. Kelly and whoever the fuck else they put in with him. You too fucking cute. Wasn't nobody going to say shit. Yeah. Yeah, and you've gotten away with it one too many times. And so, you know, what what a person thinks they can keep getting away with, they'll continue to do. Right. Yeah, that part. And the joke's on you, bitch, because she dropped the receipts and the microphone at the same time, bitch. Mm-hmm. At the end of the year, you might as well be Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Trey Songz anyway, so I hope he gets 
what the fuck he deserves. Even the um the actor on Insecure, what's his name? What's his name? Dre on there. What's his the name? one who looks like Dre's on the the real tall light skin. Oh yeah. Insecure. He had like went offs calling him all types of bitches and he he hoped he get what he deserved and but he deleted it. Oh, so see, the people know. And see, that's the fucked up thing with um celebrity and Hollywood. Those small little cliques, they didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. They know. The, the, the celebrity world is a very small world. Compared to the millions of people that are out here, they all travel in the same circles. Money travels in the same circles. Mm-hmm. So, trust and believe people be talking. Period. People be talking. And when you're hearing it, when we're hearing it, it's not the first time that somebody else is hearing that shit. Trey Songz, you're nasty. You're not. In my Raven Simone voice. Like, you're trying it. Wrapping up uh, our catch-up segment, um, here in the DMV, we have our beloved team, which used to be called the Washington Redskins. Fuck all y'all haters right now, okay? I know it's a few cowgirls fans listening or whatever. Look. Some of y'all ain't never even been to a Texas, okay? <laughs> ain't never stepped foot at the star claiming you're a daggone Dallas <laughs> Cowboy fan. Now, I did hear through the grapevine that somewhere in the history that um, folks from D.C. before uh, Washington had a team were Dallas Cowboy fans because the D.C. Mm-hmm. So... That kind of makes sense. I don't know if that's a true thing, but still, fuck y'all. Whatever. Y'all are foul and traitors. But Washington football team will be unveiling the team's new official name on February 2nd, which happens to be Groundhog Day. And I've been hearing through the grapevine that, like, Red Hogs is one of, like, the potential names. The Admirals, the Red Hogs, um, the Presidents. The all of them are horrible. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am here for natives and their rights, and I totally get the sentiment behind you know, um, feeling disrespected behind the the name Redskin. However, what they should have did was just change the emblem and the emblem from an Indian to a potato, (laughs) and then it would have made sense. What? Redskins. Please can't. Just in the damn show. Y'all, think about that. I cannot. Ponder on it. Did you really just say and that? And we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, guys. If you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That ain't right. Amber's trying to kill me, y'all. You must have had more alcohol on yours. Oh, Lord. You know, her little ghetto Amberitas, as she calls them. Woo. Mm. The fruit is a nice touch. Anyway, y'all, we're back or whatever. 
before we wrapped up the last segment, I did have two other things that I wanted to talk to Not y'all two. about. Yes, two things. Number one, we have to talk about this Antonio Brown situation. Antonio Brown, if y'all don't know, he's a football player. He plays with the Bucks. Um, played. Played, past tense, with the Bucks and walked off the field at the last game, took his jersey off, threw it in the stands, basically was like, F this team. You could see him, like, you know, mouthing his words or whatever at the team. And uh, was released subsequently after. Um, now, what the thing about this that I do love, Shout out to Tom Brady. He really, you know, he really deserves his flowers. Tom Brady did not put this man down. After all of these commentators, Michael Strahan, Terry Bradshaw, all of these people were saying how they were so disappointed. They had never seen anything like that in football. You know what Tom Brady said? Everybody's human. Like, he needs compassion. Like, And, and everyone's just saying that he's crazy, but... Who knows? Because from what I was reading, they were saying that he was upset because they were freezing him out because he was eight catches away from a three hundred thousand plus salary incentive, and they were purposely trying to avoid paying him. Yep. So he was probably just frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Gotta be a crazy man. Know the full story before y'all start talking. Trash. Exactly. And I said the same thing. I said y'all don't know what's the ins and outs. First of all, it's been a lot of infighting in the NFL lately anyway. A lot of teams getting into it on the field. This is a crucial time in the season. This is when y'all realize there's a lot of other things like bonuses and incentives that are happening at this time in football. So, I totally believe that story that they tried to freeze him out. And he said, fuck this shit. I'm out. Which... Maybe not, might not have been the most professional way to go about it. Right. Antonio Brown has had other issues on other teams in the past. So, I don't know if his NFL career is just done, but the way that Tom Brady talked about it and handled it, you know, he could have been like, I'm so disappointed. Right. You know, how could he do that? You know, like, he, there's a team. No. He was like, everybody deserves compassion. I love him. You know, he he's a great player. Like, he had nothing but positive words to say for this man. And, like, shout out to you, Tom Brady. Get a real MVP for that. Um, And my last little tidbit before I get into the history, I feel dumb. No, I don't feel dumb. I guess I just feel old. But I was today years old when I learned what Waukesha was. So, Moneybag just put out there that he's done drinking lean. After the song, I'm sure it's been out for at least a year. And you just found out how. I read that same post and it said hashtag no more Waukesha. And I was like, so he was talking about the lean the whole time? I thought he was talking about a bitch. Okay. So, my age is showing. Um... It is because Bianca doesn't even know the difference between these rappers. So she, Bianca can't tell the difference between the baby and little baby. They all babies and littles. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just be a dancing boy to come on. All she know how to do is throw her butt around. Yeah, but she don't know who it is. Don't know. Not, I, all I, I'm like my grandma, duck butt. All I hear was the beat. Right. <laughs> She said, I don't listen to the words. I just like the beat. Grandma dancing the most disrespectful. So I'm like, Grandma, what you don't listen to this? I just thought the beat was nice. Like, <laughs> you know, one of, what's one of her favorite? Um, 
Is it what it is? Oh, oh maybe it was. Oh, I think it might be that. Yeah, I think it's so. One song. Cause I was gonna say to the windows, to the wall, but that's not okay. It. That could be it. It could be. Feel like, like, are you serious? To the sweat right on my balls, grandma. She just dancing. Just a shoulders going. I just like the beat. You heard the word. You heard balls in there, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all. Um, yeah, I definitely feel old. Um, when y'all learn this new little lingo and rappers come out with shit like this. Let me know, like slide me a note. So you have been listening to Waukesha for a year now. The joke he be like tastes like candy. So you thought like. he was talking about who Ari? Yeah. Cause you know it's like anyway, she was like she was upset in the video. She was like, So you wasn't talking about me, like I guess she thought the same thing. Oh, so you thought the Waukesha was you too? See, I don't feel that stupid now. But this is Applehead Ari we talking about. <laughs> so Pie maybe I should feel a little dumb. Oh god. Anyway. Um, I still let you know, girl. Um, <laughs> in today's history of the week, I decided to start doing the history of the week because I realized if I do the history of the day and we do this every week, then the bitch is going to be saying the same stuff. Okay, so get into it with me, y'all. This week, January 7th in 1891, the author Zora Neale Hurston was born. Um, I believe she was... Uh, around the Harlem Renaissance era but if you've ever read or watched the movie Their Eyes Were Watching God she is the author of the famous book Their Eyes Were Watching God and I don't know about y'all but that's one of my favorites I read the book and I saw the movie why don't I remember the movie Halle Berry Oh, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael Ely, mm-hmm. TK, yeah. and he had gone crazy and shit at the end because he had like a disease or something that made him crazy, and it was like this storm. Yeah, was co- that was crazy. It was a great movie. The book was I even need to watch better. It. Oh yeah, you need to watch it. Um, yeah, Zora Neale Hurston, great, great author. Um, of the 1900s, she was very influential. This is at a time when. Not a lot of women were famous for writing or writing in general. So, shout out to you, Zora, girl. You know, them Z names probably wasn't very popular back then. Goodbye. All right. Drum roll. Pitiful. Getting into (laughs) this New Year's episode. I don't really know what to call this episode. I've thought about a couple of things. New Year, who this? Um, Leaving in the past. Like... I don't really know what this episode, um, New Year's bring old news. Oh, yeah. New Year's bring old news. So, I wanted to get into it because I don't know if it's just me, but this New Year's felt a little bit different to me. Like what? I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Um... I don't know. I guess it was like the first New Year's where I felt like actual newness, if that's any way to describe it. Like, I think because you just started a new job. Yeah, I started a new job, better money, just more stable. Um, Like, I don't know. I'm just like in a place now where like I'm just coming to a realization about a lot of things that I want, about, you know, my goals, about where I want to be in my life, you know, at this stage, I'm going to be 34 in March and just the things that I want for myself. And like looking back on the past, you know, couple years of my life, I feel like I've just been like at a standstill kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, like I was in this job that I, you know, it was okay, but I didn't really, 
you know, I wasn't really making the money that I wanted to make. I wasn't really happy. My, you know, drinking had gotten out of control. And, like, it was just so many things. And I was in that rut for, like, so long that I guess, like, COVID happened. And then my surgery happened. And it was just, like, the world just kept, like, opening up for me. And, like, I got my credit together and... You know, like, oh, you just like all these things That's fall an in accomplishment place. in itself. The yeah. credit. I mean, I didn't, I'm a person that didn't have credit, y'all. Like, I'm very new to, like, the whole credit That's better world. than you had completely fucked up credit and had to get together. Exactly. I literally used the time during COVID to establish my credit and, you know, do the things that I need to do for myself. The only thing I really didn't get to do was take a nice trip because unfortunately I don't have my passport yet. I just applied um, for my passport but I see great things in my future as far as uh, just you know things I want to accomplish and you know um, just manifesting you know bigger and better things for myself. Uh, We'll get more into that a little bit later. Uh, Well no I guess I should ask you Amber like do you feel like um I, I don't want to say because like last year we oh no last year yeah last year we talked about how like a bunch of people probably felt stupid because they were like 2020 that's my year yeah and like it came and said no bitch sat down this is not <laughs> nobody's year like do you feel like this is a year of growth for you like talk to me girl um this year I don't really know what to expect because um, I always feel like it's a year of growth for me. I cannot say that I really stood still really, really ever. Like, I feel like I always do better than I did the year before. And I look back and be like, who would have thought I would be X, Y, and Z now? Right. Like, if I look back at my life like a year ago, it's like, who would have known I would have been here? Like, I feel like I'm always accomplishing more and stuff, but... This year, I didn't really set any big expectations for myself because, I don't know, I think I'm just kind of figuring some things out right now. Yeah. But I still feel like I'm in a a good place, though. Even, just with everything, even my love life, like, stuff is just up, kind of up in the air right now. I'm just kind of moving with it, but... I mean, I definitely feel good about it. I don't feel like, oh. Like, you're not, like, down in the dumps about it. Like, this no. time last year, this same show, the New Year's show, you had just moved into this apartment. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about how, like, I blinked and your whole apartment was together. And right. I was like, what the fuck? And it was a huge period of transition for you. And you were still like you know trying to get your bearings right and your feelings together and you know all of yeah. that i feel i feel definitely more mentally stable than i was a year ago because i was honestly a mess but i mean i'm good at hiding that so yeah you're a good masker Most, but, a lot of pisces are yes but so i'm definitely just i'm just happy that i'm mentally in a better space so i really just feel all positive vibes right now I love that. Now, with that being said, um, I'm talking about the new year to also bring up the past, okay? Mm. Because something about the holiday, New Year's uh, jitters that uh, gives people from your past some sort of entitlement card to hit you up and say, what's up? <laughs> 
And I don't know what that is. Like, every year Christmas, I will have 10 to 15 text messages of numbers I do not know. That I don't remember. Like, straight up saying, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Right. And it's not in a bad way, but it's just the fact that I no longer, or you no longer serve me a purpose, or I don't serve a purpose in your life anymore. And so, if I haven't talked to you for an entire year, what makes you feel like Christmas and New Year's is any different for you to just reach out and say anything to me? Right. And it happens all the time. So... Mm. I have this reoccurring person in my life. Oh, shit. Who, I'm getting into some tea, y'all. Get your mugs, bitch, because it's hot. So, let me take a sip real quick. If that nigga <laughs> listening, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, this is a nigga. Yes. Which mm-hmm. is very different for y'all to hear from me. I have a man in my life who I've known since I was in middle school. And when I was in middle school, we had a closeness, but it wasn't out to everybody else. Like, I was the weird chubby kid who played in band. You know, like, nobody was checking for me for real. And he liked me, but he liked me in private. I realize this now after I assess, you know, some of our friendship or whatever that you would want to talk to me all day long on the phone after school, but in school, you would, like, try to, like, bully me and, like, pick on me a little bit. Okay, whatever. I say all that to say that at the 33rd year of my life, this man, every year, without fail, tells me that he's going to marry me. Mind you, I ain't seen this nigga in five-plus years. Like, wait, let me see. Seven years now going on. Yes, I had to count on my fingers. It's been almost seven, eight years since I seen this man. And even the last time that I saw him, he was very forward. And instead of asking questions, he was like making statements. And I, for one, hate when people do that for me. Mm -hmm. Do not make statements for me, especially that involve me. Like, you're going to be my wife. You're going to marry me. I'm the one for you. You belong to me. Bitch, spend some money first. (laughs) God damn. Right. Your expectations are high. Yeah, your expectations are high. First of all, number one, for a woman... Let me me just go. First of all, knowing that I'm a woman who exclusively has dealt with women for umpteen years at this point, for a man to even approach me in any type of way sexually, you already then lost, my guy. Like, you can't come at me like that. So every year, without fail, around the holidays, the, the text messages get heavier, the can I see you, what you doing me to death, happens mind you this man and i lost touch after high school or or during high school like i literally when i saw him that seven eight years ago i hadn't seen him since like 10th grade or something Mm. so So, like where did you come from where did you come from literally 
he rolled up on me and saw me at work one day. And this when I was working at Shoe City. He saw me at work one day, whatever. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm seeing you. And then it was off to the races from there. So I have this reoccurring, you know, conversation that I have to have with this motherfucker all the time about how I do not belong to you. Not only that, he says like, well, he, he doesn't do it anymore, but he used to be like weirdly sexual and like say things like, I would love to eat some pussy right now. Well, bitch, go pay for it then. <laughs> like, he would just be and super... That's, and that's so creepy and like white uh, men indirect about it. Like, yeah, I that's so unattractive. It's so unattractive and like, I mean, it, it even got to the point where like he would send me like dick pics and stuff and like, First of all, it's disrespectful to my sexuality. I gotta that man. Listen, it's disrespectful to my place in life. And, like, I used to try and, like, P.O.P. hold him down because we were friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, genuinely friends, genuinely want the best for this person, want him to succeed, want him to be happy in life. You know, in my innermost person, I am Iyana Van Zandt, okay? I feel like I can fix your life. But that's part of my problem is that that's part of bringing that baggage from one year to another of something or someone that just doesn't fucking serve me. And so I raised this this story of my own, a testimony, if you will, to, you know, talk about like, you know, I don't even know what's the question. It's like, why do people feel like they have that those holes on us? Or why do you think... You know, New Year's is the time for you to profess your love to someone or just come up all up in their set and try and rearrange their life and you haven't been there. Right. Just like a year, you know, a year, Christmas, New Year's, you don't know who I'm dealing with. You don't know what I have going on in my life or anything. So for you to hit me up and say anything remotely sexual to me is fucking crazy. Like yeah, I'm really surprised you haven't blocked him right now because oh my gosh. If at this point you just want to hear yourself talk because I mean what have you really done to make me interested in you know in you in any nothing kind of way? see this is why I said I was a little bit off topic but I don't give a fuck men and women are two very different species and it's very hard for I see why it's harder for women well devil women for a long time to jump back over there because the chivalry of a woman is just unmatched compared to a man you gotta give niggas step by step instructions until you mold them into what you want them to be you need to tell this nigga no this is what's acceptable A, B, and C women most of the time they just know they know they want to be chivalrous they know they want to take you on a date they know they want to open your doors women know women so it's like yeah yeah but niggas just be a loose in a motherfucker. I'm only very, very few men, you know, have come prepared already. I can't compare. I've never dealt with a woman, so I don't know. But I, I've had some real chivalrous uh, men in my life. You have. And it could all be so simple because the little chivalry is what gets you the draws. Right. Show sure them. What? You pop up with a motherfucking bouquet and see if you didn't get no bouquet. But that right, that clown shit he be on. Uh-uh. So Lock, I my yeah, ass. I'm over it. So I say that to say that you know, I think that 
for the new year is really about letting go of things that just don't serve you. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have a lingerer? Bianca. <laughs> lingerer not like a like a lingerer that like you never let see you but like that motherfucker is relentless like literally just that motherfucker that popped up outside my house oh the ghetto you have a lingerer that I have not seen very one star in a while that popped outside my house y'all y'all the worst nightmare that's our nightmare right having a nigga pop up Unannounced. Now, now, I've heard people have threatened me and said that before, but it actually happened. Like, yelling my name outside of my apartment. He was here, was he here like 30 minutes, 30, you 45 know minutes. It was around not Christmas, wasn't it? It was, no, it wasn't around Christmas. Oh. But, you know, when it get later in the year, it's like, yeah, that's why I said New Year brings old. Because like, what is it? If I haven't seen you in over a year, I don't call you. You're blocked from my phone. What would possess you to come out of nowhere and pop up over my house? Like, was it not working out with what's the face? Right. And the holidays is coming. You didn't want to be cold. Exactly. You was looking for. We watched a motherfucking. What was that? Um. Show that series with the girls. It was all the girls. What was it called? Serious. It was one with all the girls. The one girl was gay, and the one girl was a movie a star, whatever. They oh, was all black. we're making good. Yeah, we're making Harlem. Mm-hmm. If y'all not watching Harlem, watch that shit. It's super good. But like the girl who was looking for her winter bag. Yes. She wasn't looking for that to serious. She was just looking for a nigga to buy her Christmas gifts and cuddle up with while it was cold. Right. And a lot of y'all motherfuckers are looking for winter bags. Okay. You're looking for bitches to post up with on Instagram. And this ain't what you It's want. like, why go to the past? I, I don't understand. Is it like, do you feel like it's easier to get back with an ex or someone that you used to deal with? Because why, why do they move backwards? Like, why you ain't stalking somebody new? What, yeah. what makes you go back into your black book and say, I'm going to start stalking her ass? Maybe he had a GTD next to it. What does GTD stand for? <laughs> got the draw. Got the draws! He got the draws! Oh my gosh. I don't understand, but I always have a lingerer. It's always, I just find that this always happens to me during the holiday season, New Year's, that it will be the most random interaction with the most random people that I had no intention on dealing with. I could never talk to you again and I would be perfectly fine with that. Mm-hmm. And for my lingerer, aka stalker, aka wannabe baby daddy, aka you have a lingerer. Husband, I have stalker. I definitely have a lingerer. He's not to the point where he's stalking, but it just feels very creepy. You know, I, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I'm cool with a little hey big head every now and then. Okay, <laughs> hey big head. But like, let it be around my birthday. <laughs> to you all year what makes you think we about to spend new year's together don't 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 hey big head me while i'm counting why down why do i want to spend yet <laughs> christmas and i ain't talking to your ass i ain't talking to you no other holiday Mm-mm. i'm just not understanding it's super tacky and 
I'm sure that a lot of people can attest to dealing with that around the holidays, around New Year's time, where you just get people. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some people who want to reconcile before the New Year is um is here or at the top of the New Year. They want to speak their peace and, you know, um, apologize or, you know, atone or, you know, whatever the case may be. And that's cool. If a person is reaching out that knows that they've done you wrong or, you know, something like that. But at the same time, that's a lot of weight to put on someone who's not expecting your call, who's not expecting to hear from you, who's not expecting to have to have this deep ass conversation with you over and over and over again about how y'all are not a thing, about how you're not going to work, or even just having to ignore that person or make up something like, it's added pressure on me at a, at a time of the season when I'm supposed to be about rejuvenation. <laughs> I'm releasing, okay? I'm burning up the letters of the things that don't, you know, no longer serve me outside. Like... It's just so annoying. And, like, I realized that that I had gotten, like, probably, like, three or four text messages from people that I literally had not talked to for the entire year. And it was either Merry Christmas or Happy New Year. But I was just real flat about it. Like, I, I do get those texts that only come through, like, holidays or, you know, once in a, in a blue through the... And I just kept it real. It was like, same to you. Like, I'm not opening the door for no conversation. Correct. Same to you, same to you. Like, because it's a, like... It, I don't need it to be a holiday if I got something to say to you or if I want to communicate. I'm going to hit you up. Period. So... I'm banging your line regardless if right. I want to speak so, to you. Uh, we not about to start conversation and you should have the same energy. Like... Yeah. Like you're a loser. Why did you wait till the holiday if you had something to say? So yeah, um, I think no. it's super inconsiderate. I yeah. think it's super inconsiderate. Same to you and kept it moving. Yeah, and 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 then it's always a motherfucker who ain't really putting in no effort. Exactly, and that's where you are. Where you are right now, all yeah. the way down on my phone. Correct at the bottom, and this doesn't just go for um you know, sexual relationships, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> even with myself or whatever, you know, I had the smallest, uh, inkling to reach out to a family member who I no longer speak to. And then I thought about it and said, uh, 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 I know it ain't, I know it ain't <laughs> Yeah, I'm not about to do that shit. Because I'm not about to use this time of rejuvenation to hit reset on a motherfucker who ain't think about me. Mm-hmm. And I know it takes the bigger nigga sometimes, but I always got to be the bigger nigga. And I don't want to be the bigger nigga than that. <laughs> and I thought yeah. about it. And it's crazy that we are programmed to want to feel that reset feeling. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, let's wash the slate clean and like, you don't know when you'll see this person again. And, you know. Fuck you. I see who I'm meant to see. Shit. Yeah. And like I said last year, the reset for me is my birthday. New Year's to me, it just doesn't matter. I guess it's a, technically it's a new year, but in my head, it's not a new year until it's my birthday. Right. So, yeah. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, New Year, Chinese New Year, they, you know, celebrate on a different day 
there are a few other cultures that celebrate their new year at a different time. So right. to try this shit on my birthday. Right. I, I talked about this last year when we talked about, you know, that mentality and like how time is so relative and that, you know, the whole world resets itself to this calendar, but that time is whatever you make it, whether that be your birthday or, you know, whatever. I think it's just that feeling of newness and starting over and there's something giving you a definitive date that says like this time is no longer here Mm -hmm. and now this new time is you know ushering in and you know that's the only way that we can measure our time is in these years and how they move and I think that's probably why it's just so significant for people especially this year you know a lot of people didn't make it with COVID a lot of Family members endured a lot of bullshit through COVID and all of that or whatever. So, New Year's is just a huge reset for people. However, um, I'd like to know what New Year's means for you because, you know, you don't necessarily have that feeling attached to it. So, like, what does New Year's mean for you? Literally, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> It really doesn't. So a lot of people, it's a real big thing. But like I told you, like for me, that is my birthday. So, so like years literally doesn't mean. Anything. Is your birthday when like you have like these affirmations that like I'm gonna do this this year. This is what I'm gonna do. Like right for me, and it's been like that for for years for me. Um, I never, knew I that. never had that big. Yeah, I, I probably don't really share stuff like that with people. But like for me, I don't. Nothing even triggers me around New Year's to say, all right, this is the reset, Amber. This is your list, what you want to accomplish this year, this, this, and that. For me, it has always been around my birthday. Getting a year mm-hmm. older, it's like, all right. True. Bitch, this is what needs to be, be done. done. Yeah. This, this, and that. It's always been my birthday. Like, literally, the feeling that people probably get around New Year's to write down their goals and think about what they want to accomplish for that year it's always been around my birthday well that also makes sense because our birthday is march too so it's still early enough in the year where it's like i got time to get shit done right because maybe you know a person in july can necessarily be like this is my reset but like your birthday is march 10th so you have enough time like I can act like January didn't happen, get it together in February, and by the time March comes around, now I can be like, you know what, I'm going to be a better bitch. Yeah, because I don't, like, nothing about the New Year's does that for me. Like, knowing that, okay, you're a year older, you made it through another year of your life. Right, of your actual life. makes me, right. So that's it for me. Now, there are a couple things that we can't hit the reset button on, you know, as far as New Year's is concerned. Right. Um, but I think that in, in a perfect world, New Year's will reset everything. Like, you will be a virgin again on New Year's. Mm. Like, not quite a virgin, but, like, your body count will be, like, down to, like... What would you do if you was, like, a virgin in this day? Like, what you be, like... Scary. Winter married, um, and if this, you could reset, what if your virginity did reset? Would you still be just be having sex with the same person you having sex with, or would you be like, no? I think if your virginity actually reset at every New Year, that you would contemplate very seriously who was the person that popped your cherry every time. I mean, the rest of the year might be yeah, fucked, yeah. but. At least that one 
person. Before the reset, are you getting that good sex? The, that was the best sex of the year. Yeah, yeah. You you, you, you go get that Tyrone sex <laughs> before you get that reset because you know he a damn dog. <laughs> For real. You know what, Tyrone? Tomorrow you ain't even gonna exist, right. <laughs> But. I don't know that I would reset my body count because I think that sexual experience is super necessary. If you feel the need to reset your body count, you're probably really a ho-ho because I don't really feel the need to do that because mm-hmm. I don't feel like my body count is crazy for a female. Mm-hmm. Like, we we both be in, like, long relationships. Yeah. So, uh, that, you a ho yeah. if you want to reset your body Every count. Every year. Right. No. Right. Every year. Um, If I could, I would reset my credit yes. at the top of the year. Yes. I think that would be a great, it should be something like, if you don't pay off your credit card bills, if you're under $10,000, then you should pay a penalty in taxes and be able to restart your credit. That would be. And not restart your credit at like, because your credit starts at like 400 or something, doesn't it? I think that everyone should start with like a 600 credit score. And it's either up to you to increase it or fuck it up. Because at 600, you can kind of exist. You'll get offered a credit card. You have an opportunity to increase your credit and do things you need to do. But should I be able to hit that reset every year? Yes. This sounds like a Black Mirror episode. You know what? I'm going to write that down. I should, <laughs> I should push that screenplay to somebody. Well, what else would you want to reset? Um, okay, maybe by the count, credit, um, uh, PTO at work. I think that at the top of the year, I know your PTO kind of starts like at your calendar year, but I just feel like there are so many things, you know, our lives kind of move according to holidays. So it would make sense at the top of the year to be able to start your PTO then. Yeah. And then, I mean, I get it because everybody can't, you know, um, what do you call that? Everybody can't, like, go on vacation at the same time. But that's also not true. Because in places like Saudi Arabia, holiday is the same time for the entire country. You literally know from this time to this time, you go on holiday. Nothing else is happening in between then. So, it gives everybody a chance to reset and, like, you know, go into things. It's kind of like summer vacation, but, you know, parents don't get that summer vacation here in the States. Okay, do you think about Rugrats when you hear that or 13 going on 30? Rugrats. Me too. Childish. <laughs> Childish. Um, okay. What uh would you want to reset? Um, at the top of the year. At the top of the year. Mm. You know what? Maybe. Maybe I would want to reset. This sounds strange, but everything that I posted on social media. Oh, that's a you good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Is it on the board for 50 points? You, you know why I say this? I think about, you know, every time we get drunk, what you put shit out there is out there. Yeah. And we're famous for that. Remember last time, where do we go? And the next day, it must have been brunch. And the next day, we was like, can you believe like this all this shit that we put on there? 
Well, mm-hmm. she, someone has. You would never. You would be so surprised the people that record screen you. record your page, yep. screenshot you, and have you saved to their device. And yep. that's a real thing because I had this girl. I don't know if I told you about this couple. I've never talked to this boy outside of social media. Like he just likes my pictures. He's never tried to talk to me or anything. And his girlfriend hit me up on social media because he had pictures of me saving his phone. Weirdo. That I never sent him. Like, these are pictures. I'm like, girl, check my page. These pictures are off Instagram. He had me saved in his phone. Screen recordings and pictures off my page. So, it makes you wonder, like, what people have that... I want to take that shit out of people's devices. Yeah. Like, if I delete it on social media, it should delete everywhere. Yes. And, like, that's true because I have gone back or, like, memories will surface. Yes. And I'll be like, oh, Let bitch. these memories, definitely. The memories, that's a good one. Snapchat will fuck you up. You'll be done dealing with a motherfucker. Here go these one-year memories, well, two-year you know, memories. Um, um, Facebook, you can hide your memories from a certain person. Like, I don't want to see memories from this person. I didn't know that, but I don't really post on Facebook. For me, it's Snap. Okay. Three-year memories of what you was doing. I'm like, damn. One, I was skinny. Two, listen, fuck that nigga. Listen, it's the skinny part for me, bitch. That's what I want to reset. Weight that I didn't gain every year. That's no, what I want to reset. That's bitch. a good one. Because if I could be the size that I was at, okay, maybe not the beginning of 2021. But if I could be yes. the size I was at the beginning of 2020, bitch, reset. Yes, it's triggering. It really is triggering sometimes. And memories that be popping up, wherever it be. People or something you was doing at the time, something to just take you back, you know. New Year, like people say, New Year, New Me, and then here come your memories fucking your shit up. Exactly. Like, okay, that's a good one to hit reset on. I think probably the last, I don't know. Would I want to hit reset on, like, no, I wouldn't want to hit reset on, like, my bad memories of the year because they mold you and you know, make you the person that you are. So, I probably wouldn't do that. You know, good, bad, indifferent, you know, keep the experiences, but reset the body count for the hoochies, mm-hmm. reset the credit, reset the PTO, reset your Facebook, your social media shit. I think everyone should have to do that. Like, I think, honestly, like, all your shit should archive at the top of the year and, like, you start over. Yeah, people, I mean, people do it themselves. Like, I archive most of I probably, I might have, like, ten pictures on my Instagram. Yeah, I archived a lot of stuff. Like, I was going through my girl's Instagram. And I was like, for the love of God, <laughs> archive some of this shit. Like... No one needs to see your tuna fish sandwich <laughs> on Instagram, my guy. That should have never been posted. Like, but there are, you know, Instagram was a different time when I first joined Instagram was like eight or nine years ago or something like yeah. that. So, Instagram, you could, you know, post your memes and, you know, things like that. Instagram is like a lot more business um, oriented. But the, the um, essence of the show today is just about like, leaving the past in the past and you know letting your new year if it's important to you include newness all around like don't deal with that same nigga don't deal with that same bullshit if your baby daddy acting up don't deal with that nigga if you're elevation okay elevation requires separation sometimes you need to leave that shit alone this is yeah your bitter baby mama's if you're keeping your kids away from the baby daddy because he don't want to fuck with you no more, 
Leave it in the past, baby. Okay? Them kids need they did. That's okay? Bad. That's number one. If you're chasing a motherfucker that no longer wants to be with you, if the relationship is over and you know it's over, leave it the fuck alone. Like, Please. all these things or whatever that we think are just going to be so much better. Oh, this year my relationship's going to be so different and all of that. Like, stop dwelling on the past. I don't know what this year is going to give. And I'm not predicting it. That's what I'm saying. That's how I really feel about this year. Even though, you know, my new year hasn't come yet. But I, I really am not even gonna do that because like god he really chuckles at my plans every time yeah so i don't know but as long as i keep progressing i'm not laughing really gonna, at your plan as long as i'm progressing i'm not going to um be hard on myself about oh this needs to be done that needs to be done because i mean i'm always progressing so i think that's yeah you you're always on a move you're always doing something new you're not afraid to try new things mm-hmm. i think your love life is probably you know um, you're figuring out, you know, things or whatever. I mean, even as far as I'm concerned, you know, I'm very candid with y'all on the show or whatever. But, you know, life is life and life happens. It's okay that things change. It's okay that things don't stay the same. You know, for those people that's like reaching out and hoping for things to be the same or be better or be different even with the same person. Like, if it's not for you, it's just no longer for you. You know, because you know what I've really been thinking a lot about lately is kids. So I don't really know what is in the cards, but I don't either. That maybe we should be like them bitches on TikTok that keep getting the motherfucking um 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 di- di- divination rods. <laughs> I mean, I swear, look, this is a side. If I see one more motherfucker on live on TikTok talk about ask your questions, drop a gift, ask a question, will I get married? You. Over there crossing divination rods and shit. If you get the fuck out of here with that y'all bullshit. Y'all real bored in the house. Y'all, you listen. It's motherfuckers out here with real gifts. That y'all are fucking up their integrity. Because all of a sudden you read one book on witchcraft and watched the craft. And now all of a sudden he's in me. I can feel him. Like, no, get the bitch. Fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out Bust your little dance down like everybody else in TikTok. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know about the kids thing. We're really getting, like, to the wire. It's, I know it's, like, 33. It's like, mm, bitch, you're trying it. Maybe we should go back to another tarot card reader. An actual one. I'm scared of them, folks. You know what happened to the last? Everything been true. You know that hell told me I was going to have three kids? That's the only thing that hasn't come around yet. Everything that well, she said was correct. it could if Okay, never mind. We'll talk about that after the show. Y'all need to know her business. But, um, yeah, I don't know that. I don't know what the future of, you know. What about the show? What about what show? This show? This show? Oh, look. Let's talk about that. Don't you guys want to go live? Yeah, well, I'm I'm trying to get better about that. Um, I, I talk about this all the time. For real now. Um, my brother has a podcast. He talks about getting us on it all the time, about going live. It's a whole nother level of dedication that goes into going live with the show. I mean, The Reed tried it, and they were literally on, like, HBO or something, and it lasted one season. Because of probably just the time and effort and energy that, 
you know, go into that. I'm going to pray on that. Um, I've been manifesting some things. I'm going to write in my manifestation journal. That's something that I do want to focus on a little bit more for the new year. Just doing the work, putting in the actual work, you know, praying more. Um, yeah, and just, you know, looking to the hills from which cometh my help. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want for this year, Anne, before we wrap up the show? I want this year. All I want for Christmas. Right, no. Another doll. Oh, you talk, you literally talked about this on the show last year. I did. Yes. And I still didn't get. It. I tried to get my dog pregnant. It just didn't happen. Uh, well, I don't know. I've been thinking about getting a dog so that like our dogs can be like dog cousins because that would be so cute. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I we'll, we'll, let me see what my finances is looking like. Anyway, y'all, um, the moral of the story is, like we said, leave the past in the past. I know it's a really hard concept for some people to grasp when we just try to hold on. But if it's a case of the ex, let it go. If it's a friend that's not serving you, let it go. If it's a, a job that's not serving you, let it go. Because too many of, of, of other motherfuckers try to use the new year and the holidays as a reset on you. And... We're not pushing the reset button this time. Okay, baby? It's over. It's done. Okay? That's true. Let's stop trying to hit the reset, baby. New year, new me. Who this? And you know what? It don't even have to be a new you. Because everybody does that. This is my year and, you know, all of that. Just, if you want to be a better person than you were the year before, then just let it be that. In whatever form that comes in, whether it be being more kind to people or saving money or whatever the fuck it is, like, that's totally up to you. Like, don't let nobody dictate you. If, if losing weight is not what you on, then don't lose no fucking weight. If getting a job, another job ain't what you on, then don't let nobody press you into that shit either. And that goes for relationships too because a lot of these motherfuckers will put the full court press on you and come six months down the line, you'll forget that you was down on bended knee like Jodeci asking for me at the top of the fucking year. <laughs> I ain't got time for I it. want whatever is meant for me. So I'm welcoming all positive vibes. As long as my business keeps progressing, I keep progressing, you know, mentally and all that good stuff. Yeah. I'm happy. So I don't have any particular goal. I know I want to take a couple more classes this year and stuff like that. Yeah, but I'm that goes without saying. I'm manifesting cars for us. Oh, Bianca. I'm manifesting. Bianca, that's, that's easy. I mean, Bianca, that's so easy. Bianca, that's not a real. We're talking about some real goals here. I am talking about that's a, that is a real goal for us. We have oh, crazy, crazy, bitch. Oh, Mine's worth could, yours though. Yeah, Mine's we could get a car, but bitch, am I gonna be shaking? Yes, probably. Oh my god, but okay. you'll be fine. We'll talk about that later. Right. Yes, but what's meant for me is for me. I do not chase. I attract. What's meant for me is for me. Happy New Year, y'all! Happy New Year! And I promise y'all, it will not be two weeks before y'all hear from us. Mm, you heard it. Okay, because last year, y'all, we only had 16 or 17 shows. That's and that's pitiful, pathetic, piss-poor performance promotes uh, pain. That's what they say. So, um, yeah, we'll get better. We love you. Bye. Bye.